Hi, this is LaJuan Lowry. Every month, the paying subscribers of The Glenn Show get to submit questions to Glenn and John McWhorter, which they address in an hour-long bonus episode. We decided to start sharing segments of this monthly feature with free subscribers as well. Here is this month's preview. If you want to access the full Q&A and if you want to submit questions of your own, please subscribe at glennlowry.substack.com. Thank you. All right. Uh, we have another question here. Uh, this is, let me make sure this is the next one. Yes, this is the next one. This is from uh, Ove Rudberg, O-V-E Rudberg. This question is Glenn and John, do you think the political left has a hard fixation on bigotry that is racism, homophobia, sexism, et cetera, from white people while pointedly ignoring or excusing identical behaviors from people in groups assumed to be within their camp, such as black or Latino people. An example would be the recent attack of two Asian women in the New York subway by a black teen using anti-Asian racial slurs or the coverage of the Daryl Brooks murders and trial. Daryl Brooks was the black a gentleman who drove an SUV into a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, a couple of years ago. Um, so you get the question, John? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe I should respond first since you've been and doing that. Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> <Is> it, yeah. <laughs> what about not just racism? Okay. So there's black anti-white racism. There's black anti-Asian racism. Everybody knows that's true. There's black anti-Semitism. Everybody knows that's true. And uh, the examples of it, presumably from uh, social media or uh, from, uh, uh, you know, uh, pop culture or from the newspaper where incidents happen, like these two Asian women who were attacked, um, are there, there are many examples that are readily at hand. And yet we don't get stories where hate crime, black uh, teens uh, accost a, a group of white people on the streets of Chicago at 2 a.m. Uh, or anything like that. Uh, we don't hear about black homophobia as such. When we think homophobia, we don't think about black people. We think about white people. Is that correct? I, I, I leave that as a question. Um, he says, ignoring or excusing uh, such behaviors uh, from black and Latino people. Is that the case? You say yes, John. Um, Downplaying it, certainly. Okay. I mean, in that there is a tendency, you know, for example, to avoid talking about the color of perpetrators of things like that as long as, long as is possible. And there certainly would not be months of vigils or even weeks of vigils on the basis of something that a mob, frankly, of black teenagers might do to somebody white or Asian, even if it ended in a death. There would be clucking of tongues, but not the sense that the nation was tearing apart at its fabric. Because there's a sense that if black people do it, we have, um, we have, no, we have no agency and everything must be understood, including... Maybe anti-white racism makes sense that way. I get the idea that you can't be racist if it's not about power. But then the black men, you know, bopping Asians out on the street and sometimes killing them, it's a weaker argument. And the homophobia, I'm not aware of what the smart take is supposed to be on black homophobia versus white homophobia. But yeah, there is that, that 
that tendency and how these things are reported and thought about. Well, Daryl Brooks did drive an SUV into a Christmas parade running over white people. I think all the victims were white. Some of them were grandmothers. There was a group called the Dancing Grannies, uh, a number of whose members lost their lives as a consequence of Daryl Brooks' action. There was a trial. Daryl Brooks performed at that trial. Um, I didn't watch every moment of it, but that he was part acting of- as if there was as if there was somehow some room for understanding, and that it was wrong that he was being prosecuted. And yeah. there was a racial aspect to that performance of his, in in which he was sort of inveighing against the racist white system as he spoke to the judge in the courtroom and defended himself uh, when he had murdered these people with a vehicle. I don't remember anybody saying, black man kills white people, which is what happened. Clearly, if it had been a white person wearing a MAGA hat, who drove an yeah. SUV into the Bud Billiken Parade, which is an annual festival in Chicago, honoring a f- figure from the history of the city of African-American leadership. Uh, or the uh, Caribbean Day where Black Caribbean, uh, you know, were celebrating their thing. And you drove, you'd never hear the end of it. It, it would become one of the signature events of our time. There would already be a miniseries about it on HBO now. Yeah. So I think in that sense, Ove Rudberg has, has got, definitely got a point. I, I wonder what the hate crime statistics look like. I, I wonder two things. I wonder if we were to classify all of the acts of interracial personal violence, rape, murder, robbery, and we were to count the number of black perpetrators and white victims, a number of white perpetrators and black victims, what those numbers would look like. I don't know off the top of my head, but my guess is that the black perpetrators on white victims would outnumber the white perpetrators on black victims uh, by a substantial amount. This could be looked into. Uh, and I wonder how many of the black perpetrators of personal interpersonal violence against white victims had a racial motivation to them, or at least in part, a racial motivation to them. I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just asking a question. Uh, and I wonder whether the proclivity of prosecutors when they are dealing with perpetrators who've been apprehended under such circumstances to even raise within their own minds the question of whether or not this is an, uh, an assault that has an enhanced criminality about it because of a racial motivation, whether that question even arises. Uh, in the case where it's a black perpetrator and a white victim, uh, or arises nearly as readily as it would in the opposite uh, circumstance. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that Ove Rudberg has his finger on something not trivial. This is all speculation on our, my part because I haven't actually looked at the data. And, and so we could find out whether or not my speculation is right, but that he has his finger on something, which is that the... Uh, likelihood of a racial motivation being invoked by uh, law enforcement authorities in the context of interracial 
interracial, interpersonal violence is less when the perpetrator is black than when the perpetrator is white. And you could say that that's a problem because it should be symmetrically applied. In an alternate universe, it would be, and it would not be an unjust universe. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we're headed toward that alternate universe or not. I certainly hope not because uh, the headlines are going to be on the newspapers will be looking a lot different and it would be much less healthy for the well-being within society of African-Americans for people to start focusing on uh, racial disparities in, you know, Mm -hmm. 